It's Tuesday, May 3rd, 2011. Record-breaking storms last week lead to record-breaking flooding and exploding levees. You hear the rumble go all the way from one end to the other. Made your heart skip a beat. Too little, too late? A new tsunami wall for Fukushima. Big oil spends millions to protect billions. Plus, the role of climate change in last week's record deadly storms. All of that and more straight ahead. I'm Brad Friedman of bradblog.com. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. So, Zanian, global warming is going to cause too much of this, according to Quinn. I think Al Gore already admitted his whole case was a fraud. Oh, my God. What? Al Gore admitted his whole case was a fraud? I hadn't heard anything about this all these years. Brad, and now he admits Brad, it's Brad, all a Brad, Brad, it's, Brad, that was Fox News. Oh, that was Fox News? Yes. Oh, okay. Never mind. I, I thought that was a real news network. My apologies. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Des, well, we leave it to you, as always, to come up with a Green News Angle to the news about Osama bin Laden this week. Oh, you betcha. The oil industry is probably delighted about Osama bin Laden because it's diverted the corporate media's attention away from last week's record oil industry profits amidst near-record gasoline prices and that awkward focus on the $4 billion the industry receives in taxpayer subsidies and federal tax breaks every year. Oh, yeah, that was the news, wasn't it? Oh, it was. Just before this happened. Oh, yes. And a new report on lobbying and campaign donations by the oil industry industry shows that in the 2010 election cycle, big oil gave over $2 million in campaign contributions almost exclusively to Republican candidates, but that was nothing compared to the $63 million big oil spent on lobbying Congress in the last year alone. Money well spent. Oh yes, very good return on that investment. Although it's dropped out of the news cycle, the nuclear crisis at Japan's Fukushima Daiichi nuclear power plant is still ongoing. Still static, but not stable. And now Japanese officials say they will build a new tsunami wall to protect the plant from future tsunamis. But the proposed new tsunami wall will still be shorter than the estimated height of the March 11th tsunami. Shutting the door after the horse has left the barn and leaving the door cracked open a bit. Uh Uh-huh. The Army Corps of Engineers intentionally blew up a section of the Mississippi River levee system on Monday night after weeks of persistent, severe rains swelled both the Mississippi and Ohio rivers to the highest levels ever recorded. Let's say that again. Both the Mississippi and the Ohio rivers are at the highest levels ever recorded. The intentional breach using explosives diverted a portion of the floodwaters into designated floodplains and is so far succeeding in reducing flood levels downstream and relieving pressure on levees along the river that were showing signs of failure and had already been breached in several places. You hear the rumble go all the way from one end to the other. Made your heart skip a beat, but uh, you know, uh, if it works and it's for the good, then uh, you know, like I said, my people and and the citizens will make do, We'll, we'll come ahead and we'll get through this. The U.S. Supreme Court refused a last-ditch attempt by the state of Missouri to stop the detonation. The state argued it would flood and degrade 130,000 acres of valuable farmland. Finally, in this year of record-breaking weather, last week's outbreak of severe storms is now officially one for the record books. The storm system that cut that path of destruction across the South was so far the second highest one-day death toll from tornadoes in U.S. history and broke the highest number of tornadoes in a 24-hour period on record 
ever. And this April broke the record, not just for the most tornadoes in any April, but also for the most tornadoes in any month in recorded U.S. history. Des, last week we spoke about one meteorologist who said that the rash of storms in the south is due to uh, excessive moisture in the air and the increased warmth in the Gulf waters. He posited that these storms were in fact related to global warming and climate change. Has that opinion become a consensus this week? The influences, of course, are very complex in a global system. And the simple truth is that climate scientists for decades have predicted an increase in the frequency and magnitude of these storms due to humans dumping ever more heat-trapping gases into the atmosphere. Dr. Kevin Trenberth, head of the Climate Analysis Section at the U.S. National Center for Atmospheric Research, says, quote, there is a systematic influence on all of these weather events, and it would be irresponsible not to mention global warming. In other words, they're saying that global warming doesn't necessarily cause the storm itself, but it does make the storm more intense. And of course, these storms come on the heels of the GOP having voted to cut funding for weather monitoring at the National Weather Service and for cutting the budget from FEMA. Great timing, guys. For more on that and the stories we did not get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com, where we would also much appreciate a donation to help sponsor the Green News Report so that we can stay on your public airwaves and keep telling you the truth that Fox News keeps lying about. By the way, you can follow us on the Twitters 24-7 at Green News Report. I hope you will. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. And this has been your Green News Report. Don't know why There's no sun up in the sky Stormy weather Since my together